Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow doing the show tonight with my good friends Sue and Genre. Say hello, kids. Hello, kids. <laughs> hello. Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> she was so great. Oh, George. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll tell you, folks, no matter how much I try, I'm no Jack Benny either. So um, anyway, uh, welcome to Civil Politics. Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well. Talking. Right. This is, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, did I mention we are WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts? Anyway, I, I, I did now. And, oh. uh, yeah, yeah, clever. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from our listeners. So email us, uh, contact at civilpoliticsradio.com, uh, and tell us what you think about, uh, Jack Benny, uh, or, or, uh, George Burns and Gracie Allen or, uh, politics or, the radio station or i don't know uh you want to share your take on barbie and or oppenheimer uh that will be great uh i'm sure genre will be delighted to tell us all about them in the second half mm, nope uh, sure you will we'll see but let's uh let's start with talking about uh that their weather right now so it turns out that when you have weather over an extended period of time the sort of the commonalities the the regular recurring patterns of it if you will are are known as this thing called climate and apparently the climate might be changing the hell you say yeah um yeah so uh sue uh, i i i'm an historian with a background in english literature despite my efforts to do history of science so like uh you and know, i know anything- about batman yeah so anything more complicated <laughs> than um you know uh simple algebra you know arithmetic and so forth uh confuses me i'm i'm but a simple caveman who fell asleep in the ice and was recently awakened by your scientists etc etc um so uh you living in biodome (laughs) i was thinking of the movie biodome (laughs) i I, I was thinking of phil hartman's saturday night live bit about the unfrozen oh yeah but you know anyway sue um so can you uh explain to me just how significant it is that uh, uh, here in the depths of July, just to say the depths of winter, that the sea ice around Antarctica is shrinking. And this is apparently an event that is uh, a statistic, such a t- statistical outlier that it's over six sigma. Can you can you talk talk about what that means just a little bit? <laughs> Explain it to me. <laughs> yeah, I, that has nothing to do with Batman. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, well, math no I'm, good. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my only Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Casa caliente. 
Hot house? Which <laughs> yeah, which used to be a restaurant near my house where I played pool when I was like eleven. So anyway, uh it's it's hot. It's really hot. And yeah. it's clearly hotter than it has been since man wa- walked on earth from what i understand of course i believe the scientists because i am not an environmental scientist so i i am shocked at what's happening and we were warned we just didn't think it would happen this soon and it's you know the hot weather's coming up this way but i heard a story that a woman fell out of her wheelchair i think it was either in texas or florida in in five minutes, she had third degree burns on her skin because, you know, older people, the skin is sort of thin, but uh, from the asphalt. So it's very hot and well, it's been hot for a long period of time. And was it the head of the U.N.? I forget his name, but yes. he was saying uh, the climate isn't warming, it's boiling. And it's it's all over the world. This is the hardest July they think that they've ever that they've ever recorded. Yes, it, it is that. Um, uh, Southern Italy, I, I think they said Catania, but I can't remember off the top of my head and I can't find the note I wrote. But um, apparently uh, going along with the woman who fell out of her wheelchair, I mean, I like I haven't heard that story, so I, I can't comment on that per se. But um, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me because it's not just a matter of the pavement's hot. It's the asphalt is melting and molten asphalt is really going to gonna do some nasty burns. And um, to the point where in parts of Southern Italy uh, or maybe it's Sicily, um, but which is also part of Italy, but you know, uh, the pavement Don't is melting. That. Well, <laughs> politically it is. Um, my, my, my cousin's girlfriend is Sicilian as is Chris Christie, half Sicilian. Yeah. I would never say they were Italian. Never, ever. <laughs> They're part of Italy the way Scotland's part of Britain, you know? Um, <laughs> so, uh, Exactly yeah. my point. <laughs> right. Uh, fair point taken. Um, but the, uh, uh, apparently, uh, the uh, power lines, you know, power lines that go under, you know, power conduits under the, uh, uh, the roadways and uh, uh, water mains under the roadways are failing because the roads are melting above them and uh, collapsing onto them and damaging them and breaking them. So that's good. Um, There's nothing like having to survive this kind of heat without any electricity or fresh water. Um, Yeah. Or AC. Yeah. AC is really tough on people. Well, I'm lots not, of places. I'm not okay with that. I'm not. Yeah. I, I I would like to um, unsubscribe. Yeah. From from that <laughs> situation. Um, I'm not. I'm not into it. I don't agree with it. Uh, so um. Well, you know, so well. Uh, off from a lot of Europe doesn't. Uh, most European homes don't have air conditioning. Uh, 19 years ago, uh, my wife and I, we were actually in Paris, and it was a pretty hot summer, but it wasn't as bad as the 2003, which was the uh, which was a record-breakingly awful year where hundreds, if not thousands, of people died across Europe from the heat. And uh, uh, in the aftermath of that, the uh, governments across Europe started taking steps to, uh, you know, remove pavement, put in more green spaces, build, put more shade trees up, put, you know, build, uh, you know, 
cooling shelters people could go to to get away from the heat if it was unbearable and have like government relief and programs and monitoring and so forth so that they could be ready for this kind of thing. And the good news is it's working. And the bad news is it's not enough. They're still getting enough deaths. And if you remember how the Rhine uh, and Rhone rivers were dangerously low last year, that's uh, starting to happen again. So, you know, oh, that's good. all good. Yeah. Now, see, our reservoirs here are full, so that's a good thing. So, yeah, because of all the rain. By the way, uh, yeah, we've John, had like over a foot of rain in the past month. It's been yeah, crazy. The river yeah, it's has amazing. swelled. It's 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 so high. Yeah. Um, what were you some saying? Some of the so? farms have. Well, I was going to digress, but um, some of the farms have been washed away here that are along the river too. So wow. they're they're trying to take steps to, you know, yeah, a lot my, of the local legislators. Has been wiped yeah. out by it. Yeah, and the and the state's trying to help a lot of the farmers out here. A lot of our reps, uh, um, Joe Comerford and um, uh, Rich, well, Rachel Miari is. Um, well, they remember we but, exist. That's crazy. Yeah, no, they've been what coming out. They've they've got money. Um, <laughs> they they've been getting. They've been they've been trying to get funds and trying to help because if this is going to be a constant issue, then um, then we need to you know figure out what we're going to do because there's a lot yeah. of i i didn't i don't remember the number but it was a huge number of pounds of food that have gone to waste because they were covered with the water from the river so because a lot yeah. of farms are along the river it so, kills John, a lot I of the crops make, i was going to make you an uh, open offer i have a standby generator because i'm a terrible person and i have um, natural gas to my house and i use natural gas right but if we do have a brownout, I have an AC and I have a standby generator. So you're, you know, welcome to use to move I your um, entourage in, into my first floor. So, but yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, but who knows what will happen to the natural gas lines if it continues to be really hot. Yeah. You know, there was a shortage a bunch of years ago. My friends live in Hull and um, it was during the winter and it was a very, very cold winter. And they actually shut off natural gas out to the point in Hull because, you know, most of them are summer homes and they had to conserve somehow. So that's what they did. It was shocking. Hmm. No, it's, you know, we're, we've got to learn. We've got to learn to um, be better people, better than me. But it's it's here. It really is. The climate, the climate is boiling. And, you know, it may get really cold, too. It's it's also the yeah. swings that are the problems. Yes. Right. Absolutely. I, well, I, and well so, I do want to add to what Sue was saying. We don't just have to be better people. We need our companies to be better at at this. Uh, most of the most of the 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 reason that we're having such major climate change is because of all the pollution that people have caused because of manufacturing, because of people like with like cruises and private jets and all all this stuff that is really like sometimes superfluous. Um, we we were all told in the '90s to like recycle and that'll like save the rainforest or whatever. It's no, it's not. It's the pollution from the three companies that run the world, basically. So we really need to have. We really need to make sure that our that the EPA is stronger and has the ability to um, to limit and to actually find companies that that screw up the environment. 
you very think they much should true. regulate CO2 then? They need to. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to regulate it. That, that was stripped from them. Actually, the Supreme Court let that happen. Yeah. Their well, the Supreme to, Court. Shocking again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we need Major to question. highly <laughs> regulate the amount well, of CO2 that the company that that our industries create. We need to highly regulate the amount of um, like uh, pollution that our power plants regulate. And we need to build more more nuclear power plants for the love of God. So I'm okay. I'm build okay. more nukes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> more nuclear power. So um, I just want to circle back just to sort of hit this point about how much things have already changed and how much and thus like this is becoming our new normal. So think how much worse things can get. Mm. We, we don't know is this how much you talk about a mock. <laughs> no, AMOC? I wasn't. Uh, oh, this was run, this run was me. Cir- <laughs> this was me circling back to. I mean, we can we we certainly can talk about that, but this is me circling back to I mentioned that uh, the ice has been melting over the past few days, uh, the sea ice in and the, the Antarctic. And um, uh, before the show, Sue, you were sort of explaining to me just exactly like they're saying, like, this is such a statistical outlier, such a a deviation from the usually observed pattern that they set as their baseline, which was like, you know, 1980 to 2010 or something like that. I forget exactly what it was, Uh, maybe 1980 to 2000. But anyway, basically, like, this is the sort of the baseline for normal fluctuations in the Antarctic sea ice. Um, And when something deviates from that, uh, either, you know, with more sea ice or less, uh, the greater the level of deviation, the more uh, sigma that's that's they they use to describe that in statistical terms. And so my understanding is that when they say something is is five sigma, like that is sufficiently unlikely to have happened by random chance that uh, you know that's what the particle physicists and the astronomers and whatnot considered like the gold standard for proof. Like when we have five Sigma, you know, like, you know, when we look at these observations and we've got five Sigma of deviation from what else it could be, um, you know, that's like, you know, we know that we've got a new discovery and that's, it's the Higgs boson or whatever. And, and five Sigma is like one in a million, something like that. Right. I mean, how, how like, what does it mean? Like, how unlikely is it when they say that it is more than six sigma of unlikely likelihood that in January we'd see we'd see noticeable ice melting in the Antarctic sea ice? Like they're saying that would happen once in how many years? Can you? Well, yeah, it's you know sigma doesn't quite work like in how many years. But, you know, a lot of organizations that do quality control, they call them, quote, black belts and six sigma or five sigma. And it's because sigma, you guys, I don't want to do statistics on the air because my brain's too old. But it's it's like the difference between the means and uh, it's the square of the means divided by the number. So it's sort of like one one sigma is like 85 percent chance Uh that it, you know is a new event, you know, two sigmas is 95%. Um, 
three sigmas. I'm doing this from memory. So people call in and correct me. It's like 99.5%, you know, four sigmas. And, but so five and six sigma is like, you know, one in a million or one in a hundred thousand. And it's, it's not that it wouldn't happen again next year, but that when you went, when the probability that it would happen again, I mean, it could happen again, but the probability that would happen due to chance and not some underlying change in the trend, right? Because that's really what we're talking about. It's these fluctuations happen every year, but the trend, the change in the in the mean really is what you're watching for to see that the the trend is going, you know, higher and higher in temperature, or it's getting the beta. Sometimes people talk about the beta is the yeah. uh, variability, and that's. You know, like in stock markets, they talk, oh, God, there's a huge beta because, you know, it just isn't mar- wavering around. The market is volatile and we don't know what's going to happen next. And investors are yep, the more beta. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, the more beta. So this is not only sort of more beta, more variability, but the trend line is like clearly not just happenstance. We're, we're, on, a, we're on a rocket ship to wherever we're going here. And. I, you know, so this, I, this I, is like unlikelihood. This is as unlikely as say, like winning the Powerball lottery kind of thing, which people win. <laughs> sure, but like, but you know, for me to buy a ticket tomorrow and be like, I'm in the Powerball, it's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what my my statistics teacher in grad school used to say well you know it might be one in a million but if you try a million times you know so if you, we we're you, really there's no trying guarantee to, of success yeah <laughs> <laughs> right um but you know we we are really driving our climate off the off the you know off the cliff here yeah. and i i think more and more people realize it because they're having firsthand experience that may be the only good news in this that you know the folks in Death Valley and the people in Arizona and the people in, you know, Texas, I think they're becoming believers. At least I hope they are. But you were describing something I asked you because I wasn't sure. Antarctica has water under it and the Arctic has land under it. So the reason that Antarctic. Was no, no, going the quicker, Antarctic sea ice is the stuff that's floating over the sea. But there is a lot of right. there is an actual continent with land ice as well. and. You know, ultimately, we're worried about the ice on the land melting because that will massively increase sea sea level. But, but the speed was from the the because the seas are so warm. John, weren't you saying a hundred degrees off the coast of Florida or something? Off the tip of the the southern tip of Florida, the sea has been like a hundred degrees for like the past like week. Yeah, which That's is like yeah. stupid. It's like as hot as a hot tub, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not good. They say set it to one oh one oh one to one oh two. So. The, and that would be Key West if it's down at the tip. That's Key West. So, boy, what a what a horrible vacation that would be, climbing into a hot tub when you're hot from the beach. So, And, you know, the animals struggle with that. The coral is yeah. bleaching like there's no tomorrow. So, Well, for the, for the coral that bleaches, there isn't. <laughs> That's what it means. So, yeah. Yeah, there's no tomorrow. So I, I hope all my Republican friends that, you know, have been naysayers and you know, I hope you get with the program because, you know, we need to all be in this one together for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, like yeah. 20 years ago, that would have been really cool. Well, what? yes. What was that? What? The, 20 years ago would have been the best time to do to do a bunch of things. But failing that, let's do something now. Yeah. 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 I'm not. So if I had a bumper sticker that said Jimmy Carter was right, 
you know, I would be run out of the Republican Party. But, you know, yeah. he had solar panels on the White House. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he well, did. He was headed in the right direction. Yep. That's that's very true. He, he was um, right. And the fact that you would be run out of the Republican Party, you know, says something about them. Yeah. I can understand, you know, being less than impressed with Jimmy Carter uh, as a chief executive. Like as a as a little kid, I wasn't like, wow, he seems like such a strong and compelling figure. You know, I mean. He didn't weird me out the way Richard Nixon did, but you know, I was like, okay, whatever, you know. But uh, well, he was a nuclear engineer, so yeah, yeah, and he could even pronounce plans, it. Plants, power plants. Yeah, yeah. I know. So well, you know, there's an argument for that. I had a good argument with somebody a couple of years ago, and they were the progressive, and I was saying, you know, I understand your argument, but what the, what do we do with the waste? You know, if um, you're really trying to fix the planet what what do you do with the waste because france has solved some of it they they can recycle nuclear waste because they keep reusing it but you still end up with a pile of stuff that you can't do anything with it's actually really easy to get rid of nuclear waste because it's not like sludge or stuff it's just used up metal right so they put it in radioactive for years yeah but they put it in these cement casks that just hang out at the plant doesn't hurt anybody like the the amount of waste that we have it's not it's it's not like it would fill up a state or something it would fill up like a football field it's not there's not a lot of it and it's not it's not dangerous it's not like medical radioactive waste which is oh, it's much more dangerous hardcore. but it's, um it's, it's not um, it, it's not it, we know how to get rid of it u-238 we we know we how to get rid of put the uh, the some, waste from from plants easily easily. We, we don't. Do we do no, actually. We know what to do no, with them. We knew we know fact, what to do. In fact, a lot of the it. waste is at plants in water that has to keep it cool. Yeah, and then they in get fact, moved to cement casks outside. Yeah, and then they get moved to cement casks outside, and they just live there. Doesn't it's not harmful. Um. That is a medium-term solution, from what I understand. But um, uh, anyway, yeah. it doesn't create CO two. That's true. Exactly. It, it is. It is absolutely one of those one of those trade offs where it's like, which set of problems do you want to have? And at the moment, I'm increasingly of the opinion that I would rather deal with the problems of how do we cope with this nuclear waste and make sure our nuclear power plants are, you know, much much safer to use and operate than um the problems of the new you know runaway new yeah. plants which there's, are there's, safer yep sure there's there's lots of different uh uh things we can do um from new technology better science and just you know better industrial design and and thinking about the, the you know the the civil logistics of it so you know there's a lot to do there but um yeah, I, I I think that I would rather deal with that set of problems, uh, especially if we, you know, can manage to not do anything really dumb, like, you know, build RBMK type reactors like they had at Chernobyl, you know, <laughs> there's a there's a reason why that was a, a, a such a huge disaster because they made a bad reactor design that was that had the advantage of being cheap to build, but, yeah. you know, had numerous safety flaws. So all of that. Is to say Seabrook was the same. It didn't have the dual containment 
So yeah, it's that was a period of time when that's how they built them. So yeah, tough, tough. So well, and do you we want are, the, do you what do you do with the regulatory stuff? Because people don't want them. I mean, how do you how do you how do you change education. that? Um, I, I think you can change people's minds about things. Um, you know, um, and again, it's a question of what trade-offs do we want to make? You know, do we want to deal with, uh, do we want to deal with the problems of, Hey, that coal fired plant or that gas burning plant are spitting, you know, toxic chemicals into the atmosphere. You know, I mean, that'll actually kill you and pollute the water and the air and whatnot. Plus, um, also are contributing to the warming problem and whatnot. So, uh, you know, versus, you know, this, this clean and, and, you know, properly, you know, constructed and operated, um, uh, you know, nuclear technology that is, you know, pretty safe actually. So, you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, education. Interesting. Yeah, well, education. I, you know, I think that, I think there's just a certain amount of, uh, you know, we gotta, you gotta also say to people like, hey, you know, which are the which are the choices you want to make? Which are the things you want? You know, like a a good old fashioned coal fired plant um, creates all kinds of pollution, like with the you know mountaintop removal mining and the pollutants it puts into our water supply and the asthma it gives our kids and you know heavy metal poisoning it gives to people and the you know damage to wildlife you know there's there's lots of bad stuff that happens when we burn fossil carbon so uh i'm not saying like whatever you we know, do we uh, have to decide and do it exactly that's the exactly. problem we don't so, we don't have the will to drag you know people I, kicking I, and screaming i i think we do uh but i think it would really help if there wasn't one political party that basically just didn't really care about actually running things just wanted power and uh was only interested in obstructionism when they couldn't seize all power themselves um yeah so anyway we're um we're at the end of the first half here and um yeah man i wanted to, there's more stuff we want to talk about but uh uh let's take a short break play some psa's promos and station ids and then come back with more civil politics in just a couple of minutes please don't go away we'll be right back table of contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized and orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. 
This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. I'm still doing the show with Sue and Genre. And, um, you know, all this talk about nuclear power and radioactivities reminded me of the uh, box office blockbusters that hit us this past weekend, uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie. Genre, you actually saw Barbie. You want to tell us what you think about it? Because it seems like it'd be... A ripe subject for discussion uh, here on civil politics. Nope. What do you mean? No, not going to talk about it. <laughs> okay, He's a good I, union man. Could you explain? He's a good union man. The SAG. There is the, uh, obviously we're we're still within the SAG AFTRA and the WGA strike. Uh, the the actors and writers are still on strike, and SAG AFTRA uh, has asked uh, right. everybody right, to right, right. not promote uh, movies. Uh, and like struck companies basically. So um, if you watch YouTube for, for reviews, like your favorite uh, reviewer, if you watch TikTok or, or on Twitter or something, you'll see a, a lack of content creators talking about movies because it, you're not supposed to promote movies. It's not good because um, actors promote movies. So we don't want to do the work that the, uh, that the studios would like and 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 promote the movies that they that they're making. So you're saying we shouldn't talk about those two movies and what's what goes on in them uh out of respect for the picket lines. Exactly. Or okay. any movies. Past uh, or present. Here here. Okay. That's uh the I the, I'm, I'm yeah. I I can get on with that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, um the but the strikes are still ongoing. Uh, the AMTPT, MPT, whatever the the, the, producers um, the studios, not the producers. Mm-hmm. Like as, as Sue like mentioned before, the producers actually have their own union. They actually made a deal with the with the studios a little while ago. But the um the the actual businesses, you know, Disney, Paramount, mm-hmm. um, Netflix, they they're incredibly rich and they will not come to the to the table to deal with the with the unions so they are still um they're still like you know striking um and they're they're certainly seem to be sticking to the idea of uh waiting the unions out exactly yeah okay. they um uh, as i said in the last show there there were reports of uh 
different executives saying the the end game was waiting until October, November when when it's getting cold and and they're losing their apartments and homes. Yeah. So, um, and there are there are rumors that was actually David Zaslav that said that, which is shocking, absolutely it, shocking that he would say something like that. Is he the guy who um, runs Netflix? Uh, no, he is the guy that runs uh, WB Discovery. Oh, the guy who canceled all those uh, uh, movies and shows that, yep. you know, we might want to watch yep. or made sure that, you know, hey, you know how this this show you really liked, you know, Westworld or Infinity Train and we produce them and we host them and now we don't. Goodbye. Yep. Right. And they're deleted forever. Yeah. And uh, because it's now and because streaming exists and everybody uh-huh. was like, we can just watch it anytime we want. No, you can't. There's yep. no physical media. I I got to admit that was one of the reasons why uh, I actually subscribed to like five or six different subscription streaming services, yeah. so I can just watch stuff when I want to. Um, guess I'll be getting going out, going out and getting some DVDs of the important stuff. And that's why I, you know, sail yeah. the seas. But um, the the but it is important to to note that the both unions have not asked for anybody to boycott so keep watching movies keep um watching tv uh especially since like some actors on movies they get money from how much the movie makes yeah so you know we want them to have money we want everybody to have enough money so they can keep striking the the strikes have going been going very well the, um i've been following a lot of creators like especially strike captains um uh with the with the unions and um it seems like the energy is really picked up you know they have politicians going there uh the rock donated like a million dollars to their to their fund yeah 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 mm-hmm. um yep if you want to know more about the sag after strike then you can go to sagafterstrike.org i'll put a link in the in the show notes and on the website um so you can see like what why they're striking what they're doing um and uh, i don't think the wj has a website but i will check it out but so yeah I, i'm i'm reminded there's a little thing i i um i saw that i thought was kind of interesting and i want to share with you guys yeah so um as you probably are aware um because of the strike so many shows and you know movies and television shows are not in production right now um, but one significant show that is still in production uh, is the HBO series House of the Dragon, you know, the Game of Thrones spinoff thing. Yep. And the reason for that is because it is actually being produced by British studios and the actors on it are pretty much all they're they're British. So they're not actually members of SAG-AFTRA. They're a member of the British Union Actors Equity. Yes, and that is true. The laws in the UK forbid them from going on strike out of solidarity with SAG-AFTRA in the USA. If they do, they can be fired from the job and sued for breach of contract. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I I couldn't sort of trace down exactly when that law was put into effect. Uh, But if it wasn't put into effect under Tony Blair's uh, government, it certainly was in effect, you know, it was put into effect before he became prime minister and remained so throughout his administration. And of course, Tony Blair is, you know, was the head of the Labour Party. 
So, uh, maybe it was under Cameron. It might have been under Cameron, Cameron, but I think it. I think it's been around since the 20th century. So you know, Tony Blair was uh, was first elected in 97 or whatever. So just, uh, you know, just what a what an incredible failure on the part of you know the Labor Party to to leave this law that makes it hard for labor unions to go on strike. Um, just shocking to me. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, it, it's like, Hey, you know, it's not just the Democrats that are disappointing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the, the Democrats, the Democrats are the democratic party. They're not the labor union party. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> You know, um, it's not in the name. I well, do want to uh, sympathetically some, some good and news. politically, but they're not. It's not in the name. <laughs> the the good news um, is uh, UPS the in the Teamsters Union have reached an agreement, so uh-huh. uh, they will be getting air conditioning in their trucks. For anybody that doesn't know, UPS did not have air conditioning in About their trucks. Goddamn time! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, crazy. And they are all getting uh, pay increases uh, and the tiered system is like it's it's basically like really the most important thing that the Teamsters Union. They they had like people doing the same job, but some of them had great pay and job security and the others are basically like, yeah, exactly. Second class workers in terms of their job security and the hours they worked and the pay they got. And it was purely so, you know, UPS was trying to like break the union and uh, I'm. So they got rid of those in this new agreement. That's, that's right. Is that excellent? That's right. Uh, they Good job. Were yeah, really, Connor, you were hmm? saying they got everything they were asking for. Pretty much, I think they gave up some, a few yeah. things, but they the, the the union was very very happy um, with with the result. Uh, the so they avoided the strike that was going to be in three days if they didn't make a a deal. Um, so we're just waiting for uh, Hollywood to get their act together. Also, uh, this right now, the and the most important thing about like the UPS and the actor strike um, and the and the writer strike and everything like that, there are more people trying to unionize now. Um, yeah. There are there are uh, a bunch of um, workers uh, at, at Warner Brothers um, Animation that are trying to in, in cartoon network, like producers and things like that, like background uh, staff and things that are trying to make a union and join, I think the animation guild or IATSE, I forget. Um, there are different, different industries that are more people are, are looking into unionization, uh, which, and, and that's why this strike, especially like a strike in Hollywood is so important because they are, basically stopping the escapism that everybody has. So it really is making people take notice, um, yes. which I think is incredibly important because they, they everybody is seeing, okay, so they are on strike and the businesses want them to not be on strike and they're saying no. And the businesses are losing billions of dollars and like they're, 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 going nuts like moving stuff around the schedule and everything they're gonna they're gonna postpone the emmys because no actor will show up and no writer will write for them um so yeah it's uh it's really great i think it's really great to see you know it's a good day for labor so one thing about ups that i always want to point out is that 
20, 30 years ago, UPS was a, um, a, you know, a publicly traded company and it went private. It did an ESOP, which means the employees actually own UPS. And John, you and I went around about this the last time, but I just want to point out that, that, you know, like the head of HR owns a lot of um, privately held stock in UPS. So it's a funny company. It may have negotiated. My point is that they may have negotiated very differently because of the structure of the organization versus a studio or another corporate entity. UPS is very different. So FedEx is not like that, but UPS is actually like that. So yeah. very different. Well, org. Well, so. the whole, we, the whole, uh, what we know is that they're the, the people, the employees, the, the people driving, uh, the people um, sorting, they were in a union, UPS was management and management was saying no no and the union was like yes yes or we won't work and then the management was like all right fine and then the union got what they wanted that's owner like employee owned like like what kind of like ownership is in this case don't really care personally well like whatever whatever happened like however it's done because the management was saying one thing and the people working were saying another thing and the people that actually do the labor and actually make the profit but for the, the management won. Yeah. But some of those folks are the, the same folks, just like, you know, there yeah. are different kinds of cooperatives and there's different kinds of profit sharing and all that stuff. I'm just saying UPS is a very different org. And that's true. But the, the pattern of the people who are getting the money, wanting to keep more of it uh, at the expense of the people who actually do the work is uh, it's a weird thing that keeps cropping up with humans. But, you know, that kind of reminds me, actually, of um, one of the other things we wanted to talk about on, uh, on the second half was uh, stuff like how the state of Florida has decided to put in new education standards that, among other things, Basically, we're trying to sort of explain the whole, you know, kidnapping and uh, uh, enslaving people from Africa as kind of kind of like a like a job training program almost. Yeah. Um, The people that, you know, my the people like my family. Yeah, they were uh, they were kidnapped and and brutalized and and enslaved and and uh, and and held like like animals concentration camps, basically, basically. And um, and in the state of Florida, one of the things that they are inserting into the lesson plans is that uh, slaves gained skills that they could use uh, to to better themselves, better themselves, um, like buy themselves out or something. It's dumb. It's dumb and it's horrible. And. Uh, when I said that the, the 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 strikers said don't boycott um, the TV and movies and stuff, still go watch that. Don't don't cancel your subscriptions and everything. Cancel your subscription to Florida. Don't go to Florida, especially if you're brown. Don't go yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> or yeah, gay. yeah. There's couple, couples moving out of Florida. So or someone who can get guys... pregnant. If you're <laughs> if you if you're a cis you white go. dude, if you're a cis white dude that is a um, that that is a Judeo Christian. You're good. Go to Florida. Except I don't <laughs> like I don't like heat, humidity, sun, or alligators. So I'm yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, no. Leave Florida. Don't go to Florida. 
I've, there are so many people canceling trips. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what you were you saying, Sue? I've been, I've, I've been warning my feminist friends who we call the Uterati. Um, the <laughs> should not go to Florida. So, anyway, by the oh way, do you guys God. remember the story? The I wish Jack I could Daniels join the Uterati. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah except that it's floating around be, behind the scenes for you know. I shouldn't have said it on the air. Now I'm going to be it's expelled floating from the around. The Uterati is. Full. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a it's a movement. But do you guys remember the Jack Daniels story came out recently? The know, you know the, the, like the alcohol? Yeah, so <laughs> Jack Jack Daniels claimed claimed, you know, that they invented this incredible product and you know they were to the distillers and all that. Well, recently it came out that there was a fellow named I think his last name was Green and uh-huh. he was actually a black a black man and he developed and taught them how to actually do this process that Jack Daniels uses. And they admitted it. They started to um, sort of put it in their literature that in Mm -hmm. fact, the source of this distillation process was this, this black fellow. And, you know, it's sort of like, we knew that was the case. You know, there's always these, excuse me, white men. I'm sorry, Mike, these white men that take other people. (laughs) <laughs> well, because it's not all white men for sure, but you know, there's a certain cadre of folks who who basically step in front of any parade and, you know, act like they created it. And, uh, you know, I think it was great that Jack Daniels came right out and said, absolutely, this, this was the guy who really invented this process. So anyway, yeah, they found but his family, skills. they gave him money to his family. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think they gave him some, some rights acreage, and things, but maybe some animals, yeah. maybe one enough. animal. Yeah, 40, 40 acres and a mule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that. I, maybe did they give him that? But I'm just saying that maybe it was that the slaves taught the owners some skills. I'll just leave it at that. Like how to how to right. grow things and how to build a house and how to blah blah blah. So, In fact, well, they folks, look. What it boils down to house, is right. Yeah, they did. Yeah. What it boils down to is slavery, morally evil, but good business. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) I hate everything about Florida now. I hate it. (laughs) Everything about it's just terrible. And it's good fishing. It's the, the, the amount of like there are people that are refusing to work there. And loved ones that like, you know, like white people, that'll be fine there, but they have, they're married to people that aren't white. So they're booking it. Like there, there are people that are running there. Like there are states that are being called sanctuary states. Yeah, that it's brings- 2023. Uh, yeah, from Florida. Look, I'm they, just saying- they have a massive teacher shortage in Florida. Because yeah. nobody wants to work there because they don't get paid and anything. It's getting worse. Yeah, it's it's they don't want to bad. Teach this crap. It's yeah, they it's, don't want to teach this crap. It's amazing how that mindset is pretty much the same as the studios being like, you know, we don't want to pay any residuals to the actors and the writers and the people who do the crafts work and the lighting yeah. and so forth. And it's like, you know, if you just gave in and and paid everybody what they're asking for in their contracts it would cost you altogether less than a billion dollars. And considering your profits last year were something like $15 billion, shut up, you know, just, just 
yeah. pay them. You the, know, um, make the fourteen billion dollars instead of fifteen billion dollars, or something like. I don't remember exactly. The estimation for uh, what the strikers are asking for in Hollywood, and this is the this was including the DGA, the directors, but they already made a deal. Yeah. But just on the high end, it was six hundred million dollars. That's real money. One studio could pay for, and that's the entire industry. Yeah, that's, that's not just year, like right? a studio. That's in everybody for yeah. th- over three or two or three unions. Every so yeah, and yeah. the funny the funny thing I was just thinking is Florida is in this pitched battle with Disney. They're more alike yeah. than, than you think. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they're and more alike than you think, especially because you know where they have some of the worst homelessness in all of Florida. Orlando. Yeah. yeah, the whole area, there is no housing for the low income workers, the, you know, Imagineers or whatever they're called, the folks who do, you know, hard work in those Disney parks. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never been particularly interested in the whole Disney parks thing. I went to Disneyland when I was nine. It was fine. Uh, but, I, you know, whatever, you know, I have no. Oh, now you can get that. drunk. <laughs> yeah, I don't drink. Remember? Uh-oh. You know? Um, and it's just, you know, it's not something that I'm interested in and I'm like, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't entirely get it, but I know plenty of people who love it and Mm -hmm. that's great. I, it's wonderful that there is a place people can go where they will put on a show for you. And there's, there are hundreds of people, thousands of people dedicated to like making sure you have a clean, safe, friendly environment. And there are you know, performers and actors who are there doing what doing, you know, doing their best every time and like making an effort to like, see, Oh, I'm having a special moment with this kid. I'm going to lean into this because this kid will be happy about this. This will, this will be a, a little light in their, in their lives for decades to come. Like that is good. That is a wonderful thing. Objectively so, okay. good. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, and it's like, okay, so a big company is organized to make this happen and they make a lot of money doing it. Oh no. Good God. How will we survive? But, you know, but like the problem isn't that there's a lot of money in this. The problem is that there's a lot of money, but it's not going to the people who are, again, actually making these moments of, you know, human theatrical magic for all these children or whatever who are working hard to make sure that the rides are safe and clean and everything else, you know? And again, I I don't know the numbers, but Disney makes billions, you know, like their primary business as a company, the single thing that makes them the most money are their parks. Yep. It's not the movies. It's not the TV networks. It's not the video game. Crap. It's the parks and the merchandise in the parks and all that stuff. Everything yeah. that Disney does, the movies, the TV, all the IP that they buy, it's all to it's all to feed into the parks to get you to go to the parks and on the on the cruises and like all just that's that's where they make their money. All of that. That's I mean, well, that's where they make most of their money. They make money. money, money off they make of money from Marvel the TV movies. and everything. I mean, but you know, still. They, like you make two billion dollars from Avengers Endgame, you yeah. know they're 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 okay. But, but yeah. they they make that much money from Avengers, and then they put it in to make like Avengers Tower in the park, and then like you get to go live at the park or like stay at Avengers Tower and cost like eight thousand dollars a night, and then they make back their money easily. Like that's yeah. that's the parks are 
the cash bank. That's the that's that's where and, it comes from. It's really interesting, honestly. And those and those workers deserve like to have you know to have good decent living wages, if not more, to, to make you know a real piece healthcare. of the pie. Healthcare, you know, homes that are safe and and comfortable to live in. Uh, instead of homelessness, yeah, instead of living out of their cars, you know, in Florida where there's this massive heat waves that are killing people, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this is like this is the, the, they got to go on strike down there, you know. They do. Everybody yeah. should go on strike. Uh, I'm not going to go on strike because I don't actually work for anybody. I mean, everybody working should go on strike. Everybody, sure. general strike. Yeah, yeah. We can keep doing civil politics if you guys want to, because again, we're all volunteers and whatnot. But you know, we could be the only show out there. See, I'm just not a union person. I'm sorry, yeah. but I mean, but you know, that's cool. Ron DeSantis did not. But you understand the credit. point of the of the unions, which is to make sure everybody's living a decent life. And if you if we can get that without the unions, then great. But we doesn't yep. seem that we can profit, <laughs> profit sharing cooperatives. Yeah, different yeah, business yeah. model. Yeah. Well, um, so DeSantis didn't take any ownership of that uh, curriculum no. change. The buck does and, not and stop with him. Said said this week that he was going to um, appoint RFK to his cabinet so that he could chase the CDC and FDA and and he's having a big fundraiser this weekend on the Cape. So. It's a it's a time. Also shocking. Wow. Well, I hear the music, so I guess we've got to wrap it up. Um, oh man. Did you want to hear about Donald Trump and um, no Tucker Carlson taking the debate? No, 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 no. no, no. I do want to say rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. I do too. (gasps) Yes. Uh, Yes. uh, That's that's what I was about to say. Um, especially because like all this discussion about, uh, uh, you know, creativity and, and how your careers work and money and all this other stuff. She had a lot to say about that. So, yeah. And about the Catholic church, which she was way ahead of her time on that one. It was. So that was a good call. That was a very good call on her part. So yeah. I always respected her for that. Yeah. me Like ever since I was a kid. Me too. So she was an amazing singer. She was. My God. I'll, I'll, you know, never met her, but I'll miss her. So, um, but that'll do it tonight for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Coming up next is Subculture, which I imagine will have some of her music featured. Um, followed by Table of Contents at 10 and then OK Asia at midnight. We got a podcast going out to you tomorrow morning and we got a repeat broadcast Monday afternoon at 4. So uh, that'll do it for now. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.